0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am the Tommy Thomas, talent representative for the Independent Sports Entertainment Society, and you are listening to Live at the Armory with Fat House Bob and Loose Laura.
1: (laughs) As only Tommy could put it.
2: Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling.
1: Show you how to just change the name of the show to The Caleb Conley Show.
2: Our studio line is area code 213 816 1605 with your host, Bunkhouse Bob.
1: I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and I I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist and they're nice, then then I'll do that
3: and the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody.
1: To live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I am your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a moment, as always, will be the lovely Laura. Folks, we've got a great show for you tonight. Tonight we have one half of the worst-case scenario tag team, Elijah Evans will be joining us. He'll be coming on the eight o'clock hour, and we'll be talking to NWA Smoky Mountain Champion, the longest reigning NWA champion in modern era history jason the gift kincaid will be joining us and yes folks on the marquee this is wrestling you know that's the whole part of this show you know we call it live from the armory wrestling radio show for a particular reason i hate to burst tommy thomas's bubble but it doesn't say live from the armory sports entertainment show it's a wrestling show folks we'd like to thank you for uh tuning in wherever you may be tuning at and however you may be listening to us. Whether you're listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio or whether you're going to iTunes and down- downloading the show for free, you can simply go to iTunes, type in Armory from the search in the search bar, go down there and click the podcast link and click voila, we're there. We can also be heard on www.fnxnetwork.com and as always, If you would like to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can do that. Our Twitter address is at FromTheArmory. And joining me at this time, as always, every Wednesday night, my partner in crime couldn't do this thing without her because she is three-quarters of the blood, sweat, and tears of this show, the lovely Laura.
3: Oh, Bob how are you girl i'm good Mm -hmm. i'm good how about
1: you i can't complain it's a wednesday night we've got a great show got elijah evans on got jason kincaid been wanting to talk to him for as as long as the day is Do you know what i mean so Mm
4: -hmm.
1: can't can't beat that if uh folks want to find us on facebook laura how do they do that
3: it's easy. You go to facebook.com backslash nine.
1: Folks, we'd also ask that you would check out uh, another partner of ours, Strong Style Life Clothing. They've got some really cool shirts out right now, and you can find them at sslclothing.com. To kick the show off, Laura knows I'm selfish about this kind of stuff. Um, I I usually could care less about putting over other shows and the endless free plugs that we seem to to pass out like Halloween candy on Beggar's Night. But <laughs> I, I did see a recent uh, review of AIW's Girls' Night Out. Uh, I think it was like 13 and 14 or 12 and 13, something like that, in Cleveland this past weekend by Ring Bells. And I found it interesting only from the standpoint that the person writing the article – said that the wrestler that most impressed them the entire evening was former show guest Tessa Blanchard. The columnist even went on to say that they wouldn't be surprised if she ended up in the WWE. Now, this seems to be a reoccurring theme because it's funny that we said something like this months ago. So, keep, you know, I'll consider it flattery. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like the GWF thing that came out this past week several sites, you know, yeah. talking about territory-based wrestling again, and all that.
3: We said that first. Actually, you said that first. Yeah,
1: you know. Uh, there's a lot of things that I say, but, you know.
3: But <laughs> this is true, but I, I do want to mention, you know, we're talking about Tessa. I don't know if anyone listens to Jim Ross' podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Pardon. But he interviewed Magnum T.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, Magnum TA is Tessa's stepdad in case you guys didn't know that. And um they were talking about Tessa and Jim Ross said uh he wouldn't be surprised if he saw her in NXT one day. So and and thinks that's where she belongs. So um. yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not surprised at that at all. There's a lot of people that have hitched uh hitched up to that wagon and uh you know, time will tell. I'm a firm believer that it's going to happen. I really believe it's only a matter of time. You know, I just think it's funny that, uh, you know, we talk about this stuff weeks ago, people, weeks ago, and people are just now getting on to this. So, you know, I'm not saying that we're breaking ground or innovators or anything like that, but it just seems odd to me that every time that we talk about something, it seems like six weeks later, it's the hot new topic of the week. So keep tuning in because... That's right. You keep tuning in because what I say now will be news six weeks from now, and I'll get no credit for it, and neither will Laura, and that's just the way that it goes. Um, I saw Evolve announce some dates and performers in an unprecedented tour of China. I was very impressed by this. I think this is very cool. I've got this pulled up on my phone November 10th, 12th, 14th, and 16th. I cannot pronounce any of these towns. Or provinces. Okay, but I can tell you that the it's, it, it looks to be four dates uh, 10th, 12th, 14th, 16th, and November in China, uh, and it lists several of the people that are getting the opportunity to go Ricochet, uh, the premier athletic brand, uh, Trent Moretta, caleb conley sue young
3: johnny
1: Johnny gargano rich swan a.r fox several people uh I, i think that this is an incredible opportunity to present american style wrestling to the people of china and i predict i predict that this will be a huge success i predict this will be a huge success um Stay tuned. Watch this because I think that this is a this is a big deal, people. This is a real big deal. So we'll keep keep an eye on that. Um, the other thing that I saw was that uh, there were some really cool pictures being added to the uh, Milestone Wrestling page on Facebook. Yeah, so I, a,
4: I saw those.
1: <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I want to give a, a tip of my hat to Milestone Wrestling. I really like the graphics on them. I, I thought I thought that they were cool. So. Those are the uh, those are the things that I had. Uh, we're going to we're waiting for uh, Jason Kincaid. He's going to call in, and I'm going to predicate this real quick, and then Laura, you can go. Uh, Jason had told me in a message that the area that he's in, the cell phone reception is not the greatest. That if we get him and the call drops, that we will continue to keep on getting him back. So we're just waiting for okay. his number to pop up at about 7:15 or 7:20.
3: Awesome, awesome. Well, I will go through some of the things that um, I was going to talk about. Um, Just wanted to tell everybody to vote for Dean Richards. Uh, I'm going to put up that information on our Facebook page. Um, He's uh, in the contest for two things, for Feud of the Year and for Match of the Year. And Mm -hmm. Dean is a previous guest and also a friend of this show. He Mm -hmm. has... um, you know, shared our statuses on his page regarding our show regarding our t shirt I think he was one of the first people to say, "Hey, I'll buy a t shirt yeah, so love,
4: Dean. just
3: wanna reciprocate the the love that we get from Dean so go out and and um vote for him and if you are not familiar with him, uh Google him. He's a great wrestler, he really is mm-hmm. um yep. he looks a little like Randy Orton, which is always you know nice um. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Team Man Pretty, so can't go wrong with that. But yeah, go vote for Dean. And um I am not exactly sure if I'm going to be attending uh an NCSW show in uh High Point this Saturday. Not sure if I'm going or not. Uh the card is stacked, the bravados are going to be on there, um Michaela Smith is going to be on there who is Baby Doll's daughter, in case you guys don't know. Um, I think Ronnie Nicole well no. Yeah, I think Ryan Nicole's going to be on there. I'm not exactly sure about that, but it's a stacked card, um, mm-hmm. and they're bringing people from you know all over the place in uh, just an absolute uh, Jason. Uh, Take what? Let me just look at it. It's just it's a stacked card. It's going to be. Um, this is in High Point. It's in High Point. It's in the same building that. Um, uh, I just told him drew a total blank. It's the same building that PWX is running on October nineteenth. It's the Boys and Girls Club there in High Point. It's a great facility uh, for wrestling. Um, it's Rick Savage from uh, you know Savage. I think it was Savage Diggers at one time. He he used to be a pro wrestler. Um okay. He's going to be there. It, it's it's going to be a stacked card. I just don't know if things are going to work out to where I can actually. Uh, go, it's called Return to Glory. The Bravados are going to be there. Um mm-hmm. bit like Outlaws, The Brutes. Uh, Matt Cross, M-Dog, is going to be making his North Carolina debut. He takes on previous show guest, Jackson James. Uh, mm-hmm. Seymour Snot, previous um, show guest, and Rex Rumble will be taking on the Urban Legends. George South Jr., Rick Converse, um, it, Donnie Steamboat, Lady Toppa is going to take on Samantha Starr sorry, Samantha yeah. Starr is her uh, wrestling name. Sorry about that. Um That's... it's gonna be great. So, you know, uh you can check out their Facebook page, it's N C S W Return to Glory. Um should be a great card. Like I said, I'm not exactly sure if I'm going yet or not, but um if I do I will give a full report. Yep, and you,
1: and if I'll you show up
3: and,
1: wanted... if you show up you can you can field all the questions about what it's like to work with me every Wednesday night.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to get those questions. Uh I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to be, uh, you know, uh, besieged by them at WrestleCade too. Well,
1: I'll be there to answer them, so it'd be fine.
3: Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um wanted to talk quickly about FWE and the Young Bucks winning the tag titles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was a, a ladder match with the Bendejos. It was crazy. It was absolutely mm-hmm. – that had those ladders stacked on top of one another, and if you guys haven't seen it, you need to check it out. Um, you know, anytime that the uh, Young Bucks are involved in something, it's always crazy, and the Bendejos are absolutely phenomenal. I um, want to give a shout-out to previous guest, uh, Lance Lude. He won the CWF Battle Royale. So go, Lance! Love Lance mm-hmm. Lude. Can't, can't get enough of um, Lance. And we want to talk real quickly about something that has seemed to blow up Twitter and has blown up Facebook a little bit. It's uh, a one former Ring of Honor champion, uh, Mr. Michael Elgin, mm-hmm.
4: uh,
3: as Uh, Many of you know or do not know, he's had some issues of um, visa issues and trying to get back in the States. Michael Elgin is Canadian. Had some issues, couldn't get back from Canada Uh into the States. He lives in Illinois. And um, let me just read what's going on with his Twitter. He responds to, at at Ring of Honor, uh, Michael Elgin returns at hashtag champions versus all-stars this Saturday night. Uh, so they are promoting him as being there. Michael mm-hmm. Nogan responds, I said this on our call, thank you for getting me back home, but an article doesn't fix lies and damage done. All caps, I quit. Mm-hmm. He quits. I so quit. He quit. He's um, a quitter. And this is what, uh, and this is what he uh, responded on Facebook today. First, I want to say thank I'll you be right to all the supporters Laura. out there.
1: I'll be right it back. Been my
3: pleasure. To go right ahead. I want to first say thank you to all the supporters out there. It has been my pleasure to perform for you. I want to admit the quitting on Twitter is a little childish, but I don't want to be advertised for a show I won't be a part of. I will give kudos to Ring of Honor for rushing me, for rushing to get me back home, For that, I am grateful. I had numerous conversations with the company about all situations that have occurred and told them my stance. I was trying to be business-minded and was trying to reach a full understanding that would allow both parties to move forward. Nothing was agreed upon, and instead of trying to reach an agreement, they announced me for this weekend's upcoming shows. I would not have taken to Twitter in this matter as I have held my tongue This entire time I feel everything That has went down Is between the parties involved And no one else In all that I just don't want people thinking I'll be somewhere When I won't be. I love professional wrestling I've given almost 14 years to it And wouldn't change it for the world Thank you for supporting it And please continue to do so
1: I'm going to give you my two cents Real quick on this And then we're going to move on Because we've got uh, I've got Jason Kincaid on the line Um, Awesome Here's the whole deal And you and I talked about this before when when this all went down, when when Michael lost the belt. I do not understand how it is that you can get something, a document that's so important that you let it go down to the wire to the point where it becomes an issue. That's number one. Number two, if it was so important to not take to social media, why would you tweet out, I quit, and then delete it? If you wanted it to remain private between two parties, it should have remained private and not been launched on social media. I get the whole thing about I won't be there. Number three, everyone seems to be thinking that the WWE is interested in, in Mr. Elgin. I believe that they are not. I think that there is enough talent that is already stacked up at NXT. They already have enough time and money invested and signed in other talents that Michael right now is not the best fit for them. I also believe that this will be nothing more than the Chris Hero syndrome. Everybody was worried to death about Chris Hero when he was released from NXT, and Chris Hero has seemingly been on every card on every major show since then. Here's the bottom line, people. Michael Elgin will be fine without Ring of Honor. You will see Michael Elgin again, and I'm thinking that you'll probably see Michael Elgin a lot sooner than you will later. Those are my thoughts. Right now, folks, as we uh, as we had promised, as we had uh, guaranteed on our show, really excited because Laura knows this. I've been talking about Jason Kincaid for over a year. Been telling anybody who would listen, if you see yep. Jason Kincaid's name on the bill, you need to watch this guy wrestle. So, without further ado, and if I can keep my composure, I'd like to welcome to the show. Mr. Jason Kincaid. Jason, how are you this evening, sir? I'm doing great.
5: Greetings, grappling fans. How are you doing?
1: We're doing really good. We're doing really good. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us tonight.
5: No problem whatsoever. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for
1: having me. Not a problem. On the other end of the line is the other co-host of the show, Laura. Laura, do you want to say hello to Jason?
3: Hey, Jason, and actually Jason and I have met before. We met in Kingsport, Tennessee a couple of months ago. Hi, Laura. Hey!
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Jason, I first became familiar familiar with you from TCW. Uh, I got TCW where I live at here in North Louisiana. Uh, it came on at a weird hour, but I DVR'd it. And we've had Warren Wolf on the show, and we've we've interviewed interviewed Gary Graham. And I wanted to get it from your perspective because I was really bummed out when TCW went off the air. What what happened with TCW?
5: I'm actually not that sure. Um, I've never really been on the business political side of things, so I pretty much just get my bookings and make my bookings, and that's the the extent of my knowledge as far as any wrestling promotion that I wrestle for goes. But my uh, basic understanding is originally I just thought we were going to go on a hiatus due to the fact that when they got their national TV deal with the Pursuit Channel, one of the right. major like feedbacks that they got was a lot of the new fans were coming in mid-storyline, mid-feud. And without a lot of introduction to the wrestlers themselves, so that they were going to start airing recap shows or classic episodes to catch people up. But since then, it's become obvious, or at least uh, there hasn't been any more uh, communication as far as it coming back. So I'm not really sure what
1: happened there. Okay, all right. I just I, I thought I'd ask you. Like I said, I was bummed out. I'd been watching for, for almost a year solid. Really enjoyed the show. Really enjoyed the product. Obviously enjoyed the matches. And then, poof, you know, it gone. Like, Tuesday's gone like the wind. You know. So, folks, uh, we've got Jason Kincaid uh, online with us. Our, our our phone number here is area code two one three eight one six one six zero five. Now, th- this question, both Laura and I wanted to ask this one. As wrestlers evolve in the business, um, so does their look to a degree. And I have to say that you have one of the most non-traditional looks in wrestling. Is this, you know, from uh, ring gear to just overall appearance, is this done for a purpose? Is it done uh, so that you stand out? or, Or can you tell us why you have the look that you do?
5: Yeah, actually, originally it was just to stand out. And really, it's just an extension of my own personality anyways. Because I'm kind of a laid-back, chilled guy, so that's where the long hair comes from. I don't want to get a haircut every five days. <laughs> I'm a wild man, so the beard just represents that aspect of my personality. Mm-hmm. And what's weird is, like, when I first started wrestling, I had a very clean-cut look, short hair, maybe just a little goatee otherwise clean-shaven, and I used to get people coming up to me a lot going, you look like Brian Danielson. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. So I got sick of that. I grew my beard out, and then Daniel Bryan grows his beard out, and I get, you look like Daniel Bryan.
1: So I can't win for losing. (laughs) Right. Right. But well, I, I know that you know I've had you know I've like I said at the beginning of the program I you know I've always said you know if you get an opportunity to see Jason Kincaid wrestle you know or if you see him on the card you know or see a poster and you know and then they see a poster and like are you talking about that Jason Kincaid I'm like yes that Jason Kincaid don't let the look fool you the guy can lights out wrestle and sure enough I get a message back man you were right Jason Kincaid he's pretty awesome I'm like yeah, yeah I told you so. Uh I know that Laura's got some questions for you, Jason.
3: Yeah, and sorry, sorry, you know how I am. I'm trying to tweet and Facebook and, and do all that kind of good stuff. Um, Jason, I had seen where you had uh, participated in a relay back in September. That's correct?
0: Yeah, I did a 3K race. To right. To
3: and we- and
6: for ALS. Go ahead.
3: Right, and... And I was just wondering, um, you know, what charity, and and you said it was ALS, and uh, and whose name did you participate?
5: Uh, It was actually, along with raising awareness for ALS, it was for a principal of Elizabethton Elementary School Mm -hmm. in Elizabethton, Tennessee. Uh, NWA Smoky Mountain, uh, the territory where I hold their championship Elizabethan is a part of the Tri-Cities area. And one of the fans comes from Elizabethan a lot. He's like a middle school kid, but he really inspired me because he would come to the events wearing the Race for Wondell shirts, the Team Wondell bracelets, and he'd try to get me to wear the bracelet out. And, of course, I would. And it just really inspired me that a kid his age was going out of his way to try to support a charity or a cause, and I felt like I felt obligated to do the race when I've never done distance running in my life
3: well, I think that is that is really awesome, and it yeah. is inspiring for a kid that age to be so passionate about something,
4: mhm,
3: especially that,
4: yeah, definitely. Awesome.
3: Um, I also saw where you're going to be wrestling in Canada, and I know you've wrestled in Canada before. Um, how excited are you to go back, and what promotion are you wrestling for?
5: I'm very excited to go back. Uh, I'm going to be up there for a week for Canadian Wrestling's Elite. They run the greater Winnipeg, Manitoba area. So I'll be on oh, five wow. different events up there. and awesome. uh I'm really looking forward to the matches that I have up there. I'm going to be wrestling Sanjay Dutt. I'm going to be wrestling NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion Chase Owens, Sigmund. Some people might remember from TCW. So a lot of good talent that I'm going to be in the ring with in front of some awesome fans because the people of Canada are really great people. Awesome. And, uh, you
3: know, Sanjay Dutt, everyone – um should probably remember from TNA. So that's a pretty good That's a pretty good opponent. Wow. Awesome. Um what do you credit your longevity as NWA Smoky Mountain champ? And what day are we up to now? Uh, I'm not exactly sure on the day count, but in
5: just a few days it'll be 3 years exactly. Wow. This Saturday, October 11th. It'll be exactly three years. And I just attribute to my longevity to not being comfortable and adapting my style and adapting my look and adapting pretty much everything that I do constantly, never getting too comfortable in one position or one place in my career and constantly changing. Staying different.
3: Well, those opponents that you listed that you're gonna be wrestling in Canada are are different. So I guess that's a good thing that you're gonna to have to adapt to uh be successful with them. So I can see where you would be <laughs> uh quite adaptable. Um speaking of, you know, other NWA stars, um I've seen Chase Owens and Sigmund and Russell in premier wrestling experience of North Carolina. Where are we going to see you there?
4: Uh, I've
5: actually had a little bit of communication with them, but I'm a busy person, and they're busy people as well over there. So it's just a matter of the time being right. I'm sure that it will happen sooner rather than later.
3: Awesome. I really think you and Lance Lude would tear up the place.
5: Yeah, I've heard that before. (laughs) I'd like to make that happen.
3: Yep. Yeah, I could just. I would. I would pay extra money to see you and Lance Lude. hear yeah, that?
5: That's what the promoters
1: like
4: <laughs> to hear.
3: You Ryan. might get a books off of that. T-
1: ticket surcharge. <laughs> T- ticket surcharge for 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 book talent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, speaking of Chase Owens. Uh, you two had a great match last Saturday night for the NWA Junior title. Um, for those who don't know the outcome of the match, can you uh, describe that to us and uh, possibly let us know how what you were feeling during the match? Because I know that's not the first time you guys have wrestled.
5: Right. Uh, as far as the outcome of the match goes, uh, we had done probably 15 minutes of just going at each other really hard. I had him hooked in the Kate Katame arm triangle submission when members of Chaos came out, attacked us both, and the match was decided as a no contest. But up until that, I was feeling pretty good because I was about to win the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title for the second time. Afterwards, not so much.
3: You would have been a two-time champ. It's always
5: a great experience wrestling Chase Owens. I say this quite a lot, but Chase Owens is a guy that I've watched develop. I've watched him raise from being kind of a greenhorn to the sport up to raising up to my level. And it's awesome because we wrestle in a lot of the same places. We wrestle each other a lot. And I feel like you got to have diamonds to start being diamonds. So he's constantly pushing me. I'm constantly pushing him. We're raising each other up in that way,
3: and that's how the sport gets better. That's how you guys get better. If you're constantly challenging yourself, and just like you said earlier, you can't stay stagnant. You're always changing. You know, you change. You've changed your look, and and just changed your style. Um. You take on Thorn this Saturday in Kingsport, Tennessee for NWA Smoky Mountain. Does the pressure of being champ that long ever get to you?
5: Yeah, it does. Uh, a lot of champions have talked about this, but it's true. Especially as the ring gets longer and longer, it's that target on your back also gets bigger and bigger. So it's a lot of pr- it's a lot of pressure, not only to win but to also to perform at a high level every time and to be the match of the night every time. Because I don't want it to look through the curtain and see the fans standing up for a Chase Owens match and knowing that, all right, he made them stand up, i got to make them jump on their seats. So it is it's a lot of pressure, but pressure either bursts pipes or makes gemstones. I'm in the gemstone-making business.
3: I love that It either bursts pipes or makes gemstones Love that Absolutely Love that And you're doing a double shot Saturday, right? And you're going to be up against last week's guest Lance Erickson
5: Yeah, that's right I'll be wrestling him in Sharon, West Virginia which is not too far from where I live So It'll make it an easy double shot But it's going to make it for a long day That's for sure Lance Harrison absolutely is no slouch. He's a top heavyweight competitor. And yeah. He's gonna slap me around a little bit. I mean I'm gonna beat him <laughs> but I'm gonna regret beating him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard someone say that I'm gonna regret beating him. <laughs>
1: Jason, what we had, as, as Laura had mentioned, we had Lance Erickson on the show last week, and and, and we had a very long conversation about, about NWA and promotions that had been folded in underneath the NWA logo. And I asked this question of him, and I want to ask this question of you as well. What is it like, what's that feeling that you have walking out, with the NWA title, what does that mean to you? It means a lot just based on the history,
5: just based on what it means to me personally. And the NWA gets a lot of criticism about not being the real NWA. People talk about how there's no real territory systems anymore. And I don't think they understand the amount of effort going into the National Wrestling Alliance right now and how we're trying to rebuild it to a certain level. But even if it doesn't mean anything to anyone else, it's the personal meaning to me which is really important. Which growing up and seeing great NWA champions, those been my heroes, just been able to emulate that, just been able to. Invoke the spirit of great National Wrestling Alliance champions.
1: It's a great feeling. Those are some of the same sentiments that Lance shared with us last week. I mean, he became very emotional over the phone in talking about facing Rob Conway for the NWA World Title. You know, and and I yeah, share I those same. St- said
5: that.
1: Sir, emotional. Yes, he, he did. He, you could hear the inflection in his voice. I mean, it was yeah, it was, it was more emo, than evident. Yeah, <laughs> Don't, call
5: don't tell him I said he stuff. was That's emo. That's what he's saying, right?
7: <laughs> Sir? What? I'm so sorry you're saying you're Lance catch...
5: Erickson, Bam Bam Erickson, got emotional. You're saying that he's emo. You're saying that he's wearing tight jeans, that he's writing in his notebook at home. He's got a little blog, little tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> That's your words, not mine. Uh
1: Uh-oh. hold on a second, hot shot.
4: <laughs>
1: hold on just one hey, moment here now. We're I'm not gonna turn the worm around
4: here.
1: No, no, no. We're not gonna turn the worm around on me. <laughs> uh,
4: I never it is used, not emo. <laughs> no,
1: I did not I did not call him a shoegazer, okay? <laughs> I did not say I did not say anything about Walking around, <laughs> writing songs, said, you know, carrying them. Him. You
5: can picture him wearing mascara.
1: <laughs> 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 oh. Ah, see, this is what I get. I've been busting my ass to try to get you on the show for a while, and and I get this turned around on me. But no, seriously, you could you could you could honestly hear the emotion in his voice, which I respected greatly right. because coming from the era uh, that that we all have, or at least some of us have where the NWA, that that was the championship. That was wrestling. We're not talking about the, the WWE history of wrestling. We're talking about the NWA history of wrestling. So, you know, I have, have tremendous respect uh, for not only what you do and underneath the NWA logo, and myself, you know, I, I want to buy into that, and it's because of guys like you and Lance that are out there busting your ass that I can that I can believe in it again. So thank you very much for that. Um, speaking of the I WWE, yes. Speaking of the WWE, you have a very loyal fan base. What are your thoughts on these signs that I see at WWE events, whether it's Monday Night Raw, pay per views, Smackdowns, main events, whatever it is, that say "Sign Jason the Gift Kincaid." What are your thoughts on that, Jason?
4: Uh,
1: It makes me feel like I'm already signed. You know, I grew up dirt floor poor in the
5: hills of West Virginia. I never imagined that I would even make it this far. And to see my name on pay-per-views, not because I politic to get into a good position, not because I kiss somebody's ass to get in a good position, or I... Got lucky, but because of the hard work, that the fans support me and put me in a good position, it's a heartwarming feeling
1: for me. Not to get you Lance Erickson emo on me. Yeah, I was gonna say don't don't start with the the mascara. Don't. Yeah, th- I am gonna cross the scared. line. Yeah. <laughs> no eyeliner <guy> here. <laughs> No, I, I honestly I think it's cool, you know I really do, and to continue to get your name out at, at whatever level, because you, you've earned the spot that, that that you're at. I mean, you know, it, it's more than obvious to the fans, you know, it's more than obvious to the people that are paying to come in to see you, that they know that when they see Jason Kincaid's name on the bill, that they're going to be they're going to be entertained, they're going to get to see wrestling, so. You know, my, my hat's off to you again. Now, a few months ago, you were supposed to be at an NWA event here where I live at, and it didn't quite work out the way that it, that we wanted it to. But you are scheduled to be uh, in Monroe for NWA Bayou Independent in December. Is that correct? That is correct. So,
5: I think they're going to a tag tournament, so it's going to be yes, me and Eric Dartstorm. Okay. Coming down there to compete in the tag tournament, so far, I've been booked for two n w a Bayou events, but haven't been able to work out the right travel situation and it just uh, i'm I've been looking forward to it. it. just hasn't worked out so far, but that's what makes a lot of pressure when I finally do get there to deliver
1: mhm well i know I know that there are a lot of people in this area that are very excited. Uh, when they see your name, you know, build or, or 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 hear your name, you know, in the hopes that you're going to be here, and just just as I am. So I will be at that show one way or the other in December. If you're there, great, it'll be great to meet you. And and if not, I'm sure that our paths will cross at some point in time. What other upcoming events do you have, Jason? So that if people want to come out and see you wrestle, where can they see you wrestle at?
5: Yeah, we already talked about the Canada Tour. I'll be up there on October 15th through October 19th. Uh, once I get back, I've got some NWA Smoky Mountain events lined up. And they're in Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, this weekend I'll be in Kingsport and I'll be in Bristol, Tennessee on Sunday. I've got RCW coming up in Decatur, Alabama on November 8th. Uh, I've got Primal Conflict Wrestling in Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, on November 14th, And I'll be back in Kingsport, Tennessee on November 22nd. Also, you can follow me on Twitter, Gift Kincaid. Find me on Facebook, dot com slash Kincaid, And I have a lot of my events up there. And feel free to hit me up. That's one of the things I think my appeal is, is I'm always – very mindful of how the fans feel Because I was that fan That wanted to talk to the wrestler That either got blew off Or somebody took the time to talk to me And it meant so much to me So I remember mm-hmm. that feeling And I try to put those
1: same vibes back out into the universe That's pretty cool
4: Awesome
1: That's pretty cool I know that you're uh, you're also on Twitter It's uh, At Gift Kincaid, correct? Correct Okay, and we'll make sure that we'll, we'll put those links up on our website again tonight. Uh, last thing that we ask all of, uh, all of our guests on the show to do, Jason, if you could for us, is we asked you if you could record a little bump to say, this is Jason, the Gift Kincaid, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show or some variation of that, and you could go whenever you're ready, sir.
5: Greetings, grappling fans! I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, but you are listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show, and I am the give, Jason Kincaid.
1: Jason, thank you very All much right. for being with us tonight. That was perfect. Hey, Bob. Bob
3: yes, hey, ma'am. Bob can, yeah. can you can you hold on for just a second? Because I think someone's wanting to call in about okay. being a shoegazer.
4: So oh if you Lord. see
3: someone calling in from a three oh four area code, uh oh. yeah, pick that up because uh yeah, someone oh, needs to call that's in from trouble bomb.
1: I didn't get I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> three oh four you're on with live from the armory.
8: What's up? It's Bam Bam Lance Erickson. What are you all out here talking about me about now? Huh? my phone's calling up people telling people
5: Jason. You're
1: a Gibson shoegazer. Day. Bob said oh, your were was right, you like man. Talking. It was making you oh, emotional. Hold, hold, hold on, on here. Fella. Bam bam. Hold on. Bam bam, what it is is that my words are getting twisted <laughs> around is what it is. I what yeah, I we'll said. Bam, bam. Yeah, what I what I said was that when we were talking about what it meant for you facing Rob Conway for the NWA heavyweight championship, that it, I could hear the emotion in your voice about how much it meant to you, and now all of a sudden I'm being accused of calling you emotional or emo or a shoegazer. Or, I, I'm getting turned around here. <laughs>
8: These are well, my Jason, words, Lance.
1: It's just listen, what I hear. Listen.
8: I'm not trying to get in any kind of intellectual talk with Jason Kincaid because we've been up and down the road together, and I just can't match him with wits. See, that's the, the first first thing you can do. Person. And I'm not trying to match any kind of wits with Jason Kincaid. We'll just leave it in the ring and leave it at that. I want to hear that part.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What can we expect, Lance, when you and Jason hook up?
8: What what people people don't know is it's Saturday at 2 o'clock in Cabin Creek, West Virginia, right outside Charleston. Me and Jason Kincaid are facing each other in the main event for Mega Wrestling. That's before i got to go to make one West Virginia and wrestle Rob Conway for the NWA World Cup.
0: Man. Let me just say that
5: I want to apologize right now, Lance, for what I do to you Saturday. I'm sorry.
8: Well, I'm not really worried about it. We'll just see what you got come Saturday. I, I, I'm,
6: uh, I, uh, I think been will be There's fear in his
8: voice. Fear. I know. Have <laughs> you seen the damn beard that he has? I'm scared. Fear the beard. Fear the beard. Beer, beer. Oh, boy. Fear the beard. fear the beard.
1: All right, brother. I, I just wanted to make sure that. Man with the beard. That's right. I just wanted to make sure we were I, on the same page, because me and you are tight, and I, I don't I, want that I, to change.
8: People hit me up and say that that Jason Kincaid and and Buckhouse Bob was saying a few things about me, so I thought I'd call in. I'm traveling oh. again today, so you know, I just thought I'd call in and see what all the commotion was about. Yes, I know. I hear you, Jason. I, Saturday should be a lot of fun for me, not for you. But,
1: yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Lance Boom Boom Erickson, everybody. Thank you very (laughs) much, Lance. We appreciate the call.
8: (laughs) Have a good night, guys. All right, brother. Bye, Bam Bam.
1: (laughs) And there goes former show guest and not so much a shoegazer, Lance Bam Bam Erickson. (laughs) All right, Mr. Kincaid, we'd like to thank you very much for being on the show with us. We had a blast with you, man. I really appreciate you talking to us tonight.
5: Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: All right, sir, and I hope to uh, hope, hope to see you in December, sir.
5: Yeah, have a good
3: one. All right, thank you. Bye.
1: <laughs> and there goes Jason. See, that's terrible. Oh. Yeah, see, Laura, once again, you turn me all around. Now I got Bam Bam Erickson on my back. Jesus, God, <laughs> put that shit out on Twitter. God, I
4: already did. <laughs>
1: I know you did. I know you did. I shouldn't even have said anything. God, listen, we got we got some time here before before we get Elijah Evans on the phone, and we were going to run down. We were going to run down some stuff, we're, and we are going to run down some stuff. We got like six, seven indie events, but I want to talk about something. Okay, I okay. want to talk about, want to talk about something that you said that you needed to address with me from, from last week about George and I talking about the obsession Caleb Conley. hmm And then, and, and you got all mad. I don't know why you got mad. I mean. I've got Caleb's best interest at heart. I've actually turned over a million. Yeah. That, that noise you hear, folks, is not static in the line. It's not any we're not having technical difficulties. That's Laura and her raspberry machine. I care <laughs> about Caleb. I care about Caleb. Oh
3: uh, well the real bunkhouse Bob, please stand up. What? Well
1: I care about did Caleb. You care about we- Caleb. Let let me explain something to you, okay? And and this whole thing with the obsession, Caleb Conley and CZW, and and I've said this before, this isn't going to be anything that's earth-shattering, but it needs to be said, okay? Caleb, I know that you listen to the show, so I want you to pay attention because this is important because I care. There's no longevity for you and CZW. I think this tour of China is great. I think it's a fabulous opportunity. You're at a turning point in your career, okay? You're at a turning point, a pivotal time in your career. Caleb, unless you're going to enter yourself in this year's cage of death or if you're going to stick it out, hope beyond hope that it works and you – Enter yourself in the tournament of death. Hell, I don't know. They've got Tangled Web coming up. Maybe you ought to enter into that. Because do you think that guys like DJ Hyde or Matt Tremont or any of the guys in the CZW locker room are going to give you CPR when you're bleeding out? Let me Let me give you a tip on something, okay? The fans in CZW wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. They don't care about you. They don't. You're better than this. I I believe in Caleb Conley. I believe in Caleb Conley.
3: Um did did you finally decide to get the Conley aid out and drink some? Because if not, you're starting to scare me a little bit here, Bob, because um yeah.
1: I've had Caleb Conley's best interests at heart since day one, and all it, all that's happened is is that I've been misunderstood. Since we we've, we've given Caleb Conley nothing but free publicity on this show for almost a year, and look where it's taken him! Look at the heights that he's he's going to China. He's an international star, international star. What it is, Caleb? You're at what I call the Tommy Dreamer moment of your career. When Tommy Dreamer started out in ECW, he was nothing more than a glorified pretty boy. Had a good physique and a lot of talent. And he almost killed himself in ECW trying to get over with those fans and he did, but at what cost? At what cost? If now you continue helped. Now if you if you continue down this path in CZW, I can guarantee you that you're going to be retired. And probably a year and a half to two years. There's no longevity there, brother. Look at guys like Messiah, They can't even get in and out of the locker room anymore.
3: Shoot.
1: <clears throat> Body's all broken, scarred up. For
3: what? Yeah, Caleb's kind too of pretty for that.
1: For what? Find some other place to go, Caleb. Find some other place to go. Voorhees, New Jersey. The people that live in Voorhees don't even like Voorhees. Walk down the golden path, Caleb. Find the road to walk down. You don't need CZW. Get out while you can, kid. Because I care about Caleb Conley. You
3: know, um, Bob... This uh, yeah. concern that has suddenly uh, come over you wouldn't have yeah. anything to do with the fact that you're going to be seeing Mr. Conley in, oh, about a month at WrestleCade.
1: I have no idea of what you're talking about. 863, you're <laughs> on with live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show.
9: Bunkhouse, Bob, lovely Laura, this is your good friend, George. Hi, George, how Hi, are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm doing great. Bob? I had to call you out on this, man. What? Did you just sully the great name of Tommy Dreamer?
1: What I did, George, I'm trying to do an intervention here. Trying to do an intervention.
9: I I hear where you're going, but you could have said Axel Rotten. I would have been with you. You could have said Ian Rotten. You could have said New Jack, Mustafa. But Tommy Dreamer. The heart and soul. Yes. The one man that to this day can't walk into a building without getting ECW chanted at him. I'm not talking about a wrestling building. I'm talking about he can't walk into 7-Eleven and get a Slurpee without people chanting at him.
1: You're absolutely right. And is this the same I, George Coles that compared oh Caleb God. Conley as the modern era Shawn Michaels?
9: I said he reminds me of a young Shawn Michaels. Now, where that goes from there is totally different, because young Shawn Michaels wasn't the heartbreak kid, wasn't the main eventer. Young Shawn Michaels could have went the way of a thousand different people that had that that same capabilities, But he has that same quality. all has all the talent.
1: It all ties in together, though, George. It took a moment of violence for Shawn Michaels to get where he's at by putting poor Marty Gennetti through the barbershop window.
9: Yeah, and I, I hear you. And maybe CCW isn't the best place for Caleb. I I think, and, and hand, hand to God here, I think no matter what Caleb decides he's going to be a star, he has the it factor that you can't produce. You just come with or you don't. And, George, he's I just. what George what
1: is c z w wrestling build as what does the website say ultra violent ultra violent wrestling secondary ultra violent so unless you're willing to go through a ten thousand panes of glass match unless you're willing what? to take a tumble into the into the barbed wire unless you're willing to climb up on top the cage of death. And hope beyond hope that your neck doesn't get broke, or your head busted open on the concrete. You and I both know that those fans could care less whether or not he walks out that, walks out the curtain or not.
8: Well, you're you're
9: absolutely one hundred percent true about that. Other than maybe Sick Nick Mondo, Nick Gage, Ice Beater, some of the old guys, you know, maybe. Maybe Lucky Thirteen, a couple of the newer guys. I I, don't, I I do agree with you. I think they're just bloodthirsty fans. But I think Caleb could could work there. I I agree with you on the obsession not being such a great name for that audience. Unless he's just trying to get heat—that's cheap heat. I don't I don't think. I don't think coming off as a a stuck-up pretty boy is ever going to work in in a CZW.
1: Well, all we can do is keep our fingers crossed that he'll come to his senses. That's all we can do. I know that's what yeah. I'm doing because I care about Caleb. Oh
3: Jesus.
1: <laughs> I don't want to see him in the tournament of death, George, I don't. It's not not the I don't want to see him in the you cage know. of death, Laura, and that's where you're putting him, Laura. You're putting Caleb <laughs> in the cage of death.
3: <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm, You're putting mm-mm.
1: him in tangled web. You're putting him in the tangled web, Laura. It's fans <laughs> like you. It's fans like you. Kate, okay? <laughs> it's fans like you that want to see him hit with chairs wrapped in barbed wire, beaten and broken I to where to he can't even perform. I'm tired of this nonsense. I want to
3: see him like that. I, want I to see care him about wrestle. Caleb. he's he
1: sitting there. He How dare handle. you, Laura? How dare you!
3: Oh, you're not changing this on me. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. This is terrible. Wait,
1: no. Wait till I see Caleb. and tell him about this. This is nonsense. We've got to move on.
3: He knows better. Oh, <laughs> we got to move on now. To believe that <laughs> BS coming out your mouth, okay? Uh,
1: thank, thank you, George. I, we, we've got some things that we've got to cover, but I, I knew that you'd see it my way, George. Thank you.
9: Oh, um, thank, you. Wrong, wrong, right. thank you for your you support. You didn't have to sully Tommy. You leave Tommy out, and then we're I
1: know. It's just a point of reference, George. You know how it goes. Well, if you can gather yourself, Hi, George, Laura, if you can gather yourself and read down some of these indie events, I'm going to go on and, and get our second guest on. And don't try to say stuff behind my back, either, while I'm doing this. Who, me? Just, yeah, you. You know who I'm talking about. I'll be back.
3: All right. right, are we're talking about Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. We're having a TV taping this Sunday, October 12th at 3 p.m. at the Oceanside Pavilion and in Port Wayne. may Yeah, I looked that up this time, Bob. <clears throat> um, see all the stars of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. For more information, you can go to www.hollywoodwrestling.com Remix Pro Wrestling has a show this Saturday, October 11th. There's a 7 p.m. bell time at the Marietta, Ohio, Marietta Middle School, scheduled to appear. Matt Seidel, Boom Boom, Colt Cabana, Ron Mathis, Rotus Clay, former show guest, Sassy Steph, it takes on Awesome Kong. That is awesome. You can find out more information at www.remixprowrestling.com. CZW presents, as Bob was talking about how concerned he is about Caleb Conley. Mm hmm. The memory remains to Saturday, October 11th at the Woodbury Heights Community Center in Woodbury, New Jersey. 7.30 bell time, scheduled to appear. Greg Excellent, Devin Moore, Drew Blood, Caller on last week's show, Lord Everett DeVore, and many more. You can find out more information at www.czwrestling.com. And why why old Bob is getting uh, Elijah Evans on the phone? Let me just say this, folks, you know how much I love Caleb Conley and do not want him in harm's way whatsoever, would never ever want to see him in any kind of death match or any kind of bullshit like that. Caleb, you know I love you, and that just makes me mad old Bob sitting there trying to turn that mess around on me, there is a sinister plot afoot here, folks, because Bob doesn't care about Caleb Conley any more than I care about Schmatt Hardy. So don't let him fool you. Don't get it twisted. Caleb's my BFF. Bob isn't his BFF. Bob is a sheep, a wolf in sheep's clothing is what we like to say. He's like the weasel in the hen house. Trust all right, I'm, I'm,
1: back. Did I, I'm back. Did I miss anything?
3: Not at all, Bob. Not at okay. all. All
1: right, cool, cool. Where where are we? Where where are we at? Where's my cue? Where's the cue
3: cards? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to be talking to one Mister Elijah Evans. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. That is correct. Did you get? <coughs> excuse me, folks. Did you get through everything? Did you did you cover ROH and Shine and NWS? Uh, I've not out? covered.
3: Actually, no. I've not gotten to that. I've just gotten to. Um, uh, that point, but uh, you broke in, so I thought I would stop.
1: Yeah, go on and go on and read those down, and uh, and, okay. and we'll get Elijah on here in just a moment. We need to get this information out to the fans.
3: Okay, Ring of Honor, Michael Bennett's bachelor party hosted by Adam Cole this baby. Thursday, October the ninth. What?
1: Adam Cole, baby.
3: What the hell ever. Um, Marionette Park, Illinois, uh, (laughs) um, it's going to take place at 115 Bourbon Street, 730. There are no match listings as of Showtime, uh, but an update might be, uh, coming up because, you know, Adam Cole, baby, is the matchmaker for that night. So, you know, I'm sure it'll be posted at ROHWrestling.com, um, Shine 22, Friday, October 10th, uh, 9 p.m. Bell Time at the Orpheum in Ebor City, Florida, scheduled to appear. Eva Lee defends the Shine Championship against against Madison Eagles. Plus Allison K, Nevea, Leva Bates, love Leva Bates,
4: uh, yep. Mia
3: Yim, and April Hunter. You can find out more information at www.shinewrestling.com. We've got NWA Smoky Mountain, Saturday, October 11th, 8 p.m. Bell Time at the Kingsport Civic Auditorium in Kingsport, Tennessee. Third anniversary of uh, our just our previous guest just a minute ago, Mr. Jason Kincaid. He will face Chaos member Thorn for that title. Also appearing, Air America, the Carolina Heartthrobs, the Heat Seekers, Cody Blade, Jeff Connolly, and many more. You can find out information at www.nwasmokymountain.com, and there is no E in that smokey.
1: You know when Jason was on and he talked about being coming up on the on the third anniversary, three years. You know, it, it reminded me. You know, I, I remember how nuts everybody was over CM Punk's long reign. You know, what was it uh, how many days was it, Laura? Like what, 400 and,
4: 434?
1: 7, yeah, four thirty-four, four seventy-four, something like that. And the the number slips me. That man's been champion for three years. Three years.
4: That's
1: so, I you know, this, this kind of struck me as odd. But on with other things. Folks, joining us now, we've already had Ethan Case on the show. We've already had the Tommy Thomas on the show. So we only thought it fitting Bye. that we have the other member of Worst Case Scenario, Mr. Elijah Evans joins us. Elijah, are you there? Hey, I'm here. How you Me. doing tonight? You know, I'm a little tired, but I'm working my way through it. I'm all right. I hear you. I How are think, y'all? Uh, well, we're doing just fine. I wanted to thank you uh, for taking the time to be with us tonight. We certainly appreciate your time. We know that you're you're a busy guy, and uh, certainly appreciate you making time in your evening for us. So we we greatly appreciate yeah. that. Um, on the other I'll end of the this, line, the other and, two of my crew can do it. It's all good. There you go. There you go. On the other end of the line is the uh the other show guest I think you know this lady, Laura's on the other end. Hey, Laura
3: hey elijah how you doing
1: I'm doing very well, very well, Elijah. It's really no secret that worst case scenario has a loyal fan base. uh, what does that mean to you personally? Oh wow, uh. It means a lot to me
7: actually. I feel like uh us being where we're at is just such a blessing in and of itself. And by no means are we where we want to end up in the long run, but to have people that you know support us regardless everywhere we go is just amazing to me. I still I still can't can hardly believe it sometimes that people like us so much.
1: Yeah, you guys, uh, and it kind of almost leads me right into the next question, is that uh, many wrestling sites that, that I go on to and look at list you as one of the top tag teams in any wrestling right now. Uh, with wow. that in mind, who do you guys need to face to continue and elevate that status? Who who are some of your – who do you think that you need to uh, to go up against? To really showcase what beyond what you've already done now, man. Um, well, of course, we got
7: to start with you know, Red Dragon. I'd love to get in the mm-hmm. ring with them, that's one of our goals. Um, watching them in Ring of Honor is they're just an amazing tag team, and we think being in the ring with them would just improve us so much. And then from there, um, the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Briscoes are probably one of our favorite tag teams that we like to watch. We really love working the Bravado Brothers. We've worked them twice now, and the second match was amazing, amazing back and forth. Um, man, we learned a lot from, over the past year, we learned a lot from uh, Los Bendejos. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of matches with them in 2013. Right. And uh, we always we always look forward to facing them in the ring. But I'd say top two on our list are definitely Red Dragon and the, the Briscoes.
1: And then other than that, anybody else who, who wants to go, we're ready to go. It seems like their names, uh, Red Dragon, comes up over and over and over again. Would you consider them right now, other than worst-case scenario, the best tag team in wrestling?
7: Well, it's, well I'll say Between them and the Young Bucks, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got they got Ring of Honor gold, and they've had it on and off for a while now. And I mean, nobody can really touch them. I mean, I I'm a big fan of them. I I'd put them at the top of my list. Okay. Laura, go ahead.
4: Well,
3: Elijah, you know that I am a. Huge worst case scenario fan. <laughs> I think that uh, yeah. you guys are the best tag team in the business. bar none. Yeah, I, Ethan. would put you up against everybody.
7: Awesome. Yeah, Ethan and his fanny packs and myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: gave Ethan some fanny packs at the last PWX show. <laughs> <Lord. laughs>
7: and <you> he <laughs> wears them proudly. Any yes, he does. Short
3: <laughs> That's the Bubba lifestyle.
1: Oh, um, yes. <laughs> Bubba you
3: lifestyle. and your wife have do do what?
1: The Bubba lifestyle just, <laughs> <laughs> just got me.
3: Yeah, it's the Bubba <laughs> lifestyle. Um, you and your wife have a new baby. Congratulations! And I apologize okay. for not doing it sooner.
7: Oh, no, it's fun. It's fun. Everybody has a lot Um, going on.
3: (laughs) Yes, Little Paris is so adorable and cute. I've seen your pictures on Facebook. Oh, thank you. Totally cute. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple. Well, one thing, it's not wrestling related, but I want to get your take on it. Uh, You're a Braves fan like I am. Right. What do you think they can do as an organization not to fall apart in September like they do almost every year.
7: You know, I think a lot of that's a mindset. One well man, there's probably a bunch of things they need to do in order not to fall apart. But they have a history of being I'm well first let me preface what I'm about to say by saying I'm a transplant to the Atlanta area. I root for the Braves but I didn't grow up a Braves fan, you know what I mean? I'm from the Northwest. But I've been here since 98, watching them. They've, ah. My first few years here, they, they went to the playoffs all the time. They won their World Series right. in, what, 95? They've been to the playoffs, what, 13 times in a row or whatever, and they mm-hmm. keep losing in the first round. I, I don't know. I mean, it seems to be a thing with all of Atlanta's sports teams. Uh, maybe it's the water down here in Georgia. I don't know what it is, but. They need a lot of things to happen. <laughs> they need a good management, which I don't think Freddie did a very good job. And
3: uh, no, he did
7: not. It, no, and they need some people that were paying that they're paying a lot of money to to step up their game, i.e., B.J. Upton.
3: <laughs> no kidding. Probably,
7: so there's there's a few things they need to do to get their act together, but one of them. I mean, they're always hot in, like, July. Exactly. And there's still months left to go. But, I don't know, they just need to turn it on at the right time. They're always right there on the cusp. We should be the best team in our division. But, I don't know. I don't know. they got a lot of issues.
3: They do. And I'm with you. You know, the Uptons need to step up and, you know, do what they're getting paid a ginormous amount of money, to what they're supposed to be doing. But, yeah, it's so frustrating to get so far, and it's just like they were tied for first place, I think, at the beginning of August. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like watching a train wreck for the rest of the time. It's like, what are you doing?
7: Pretty sure they had a six game lead at one point.
3: Yeah, and we lost that too. Oh Yep. Okay, well back to back to wrestling. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I saw where you're gonna be taking on uh, a previous show guest, Jackson James, at WrestleForce on November second. Uh uh-huh. why did you and Ethan go solo for this show and what is your strategy for Facing Jackson?
7: You know, um it wasn't exactly our idea. We were put into a tournament for the title, and I mean I'm not oh. gonna tell Ethan not to go for a title, and he will he supports me if I wanted to go for a title, so we're gonna be out there at ringside with each other in each of our matches, but that's that's pretty much why I'm in this match with Jack and james, and uh, as far as the strategy i I mean we're two guys we're about the same size, similar strengths. I think I got the edge in strength though I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm a little stronger than Jackson James. And uh I mean he's a strong competitor. He's a he's a very good wrestler and I'm just gonna go in there and do what I do best. Go full forwards, full forward man, just give him all I got and see what happens.
3: And move of the night, right?
7: Move of the night. <laughs> I don't know if I can hit that I don't, I don't think I'd pull it off as good as uh, little Ethan does he's pretty <laughs> agile <laughs>
3: Ethan is pretty agile let me tell you he's,
7: he's, he's very deceptive
3: <laughs> yeah he is he, he really is <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in your opinion why do you guys and the Tommy Thomas um click and, you know, I've compared you three to Cornet and the Midnight Express, and to me that's what you guys are. You're oh, like the wow. new age Midnight Express. But, you know, okay. what makes you guys click with Tommy? Because it, it obviously is magic uh, when you guys are out uh, there. So, you
7: know. Well, I think what, what really gets us to work well together is that we get to get, we work well together outside of the ring. We're like actually friends. And, uh, then when we get in there and we're about business, we're all on the same page. We all have a similar mindset and that's to be the best we can be. And we're all always, we're constantly working towards that goal. So when you have three people or a team that's willing to work together and has a common goal and common interest, I mean, it all just kind of falls into place from there. And a lot of it just came naturally. Um... Tommy wasn't me and Ethan, you know, we've been tagging together for uh, three years now. No,
4: mm-hmm.
7: only two and a half years, maybe even maybe two and a half years, and uh, we've been with Tommy as long as we've been at PWX, pretty much, and uh, so he wasn't always a part of us, you know, and uh, when we got to PWX. I mean, we clicked backstage and we ended up forming our trio and it was just kind of off to the races from there. But it helps that we get along outside of the ring as well as share common interests inside the ring.
3: And Tommy clapping and saying good tag always helps too.
7: It does. It's <laughs> important to have someone who supports you when following your dreams. And Tommy's very supportive and loud,
3: he, he and Yes, and
7: we <laughs> love him um, well, who
3: who doesn't love
1: Tommy? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, I've I've heard some stories. <laughs>
3: I have speaking too, of, but I think. Speaking
1: <laughs> of uh, speaking of loving on Tommy, this number looks strangely familiar.
0: Uh uh-huh. Seven oh
1: four. You're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show.
0: And uh, this is Mister Thirteen F and Twenty Six himself, the Tommy Thomas.
7: <laughs> there he is, <laughs> Hey,
0: Tommy. It's the
7: man, man right I there.
0: Plan and say that Elijah Evans is the most underrated talent that the sports That's entertainment me. industry has ever seen in their entire lives. Because the thing about Elijah Evans that makes him so incredible isn't just what he does in the ring. What most people don't see is what Elijah does backstage. Elijah is the most level-headed person in all of sports entertainment today. Like when someone's got a problem, like and you can ask Elijah about this, and don't don't put my business out in the street, Eli. But like if I have a <laughs> really serious, like actual life problem, like if I'm going through something in my actual personal life. The person who I call is Elisha Evans. Like, he is above the class. Like, wow. Eli, honestly, you <laughs> guys would have made it to the top without me. I just happen to give no, you guys know. a kick at the 5
7: You're our X-Factor, Tommy. No, it's all you about and you your guys. fur coat are what put us over the top.
0: <laughs> you guys are the greatest tag team in professional wrestling today. People are like, oh, it's all about the Briscoes. Oh, it's all about Red Dragon, the Young Bucks. No. The names nope. that they need to know are Ethan Case and Elijah Evans IV.
7: Well, I appreciate that. Amen. Awesome. <laughs> Personally, I feel like we've got a lot to do before we're considered the very best, but I'll take it. I'll take the compliment. That's why we like Tommy. He boosts boosts our self-esteem. That helps
0: us. Don't ever sell yourself short, Elijah. You are far more talented (laughs) than you could ever imagine. Like, there is a reason why you guys have made it this far. And, like, as much as we all know we both love Ethan, Ethan's kind of a hothead once in a while. And Elijah's always been the guy, also a hothead. But Elijah's always that guy that's like, guys, it's not that serious. Let's calm down. Let's take a step back. Let's take a break. And then we can talk about the problem and then we can solve it later. Like Elijah, what Ethan, I owe my career to, of course, with Carino and the rest of the group. But you guys, if it wasn't for you guys, there wouldn't be a V Tommy Thomas. So I absolutely love you, Elijah, and I genuinely am happy and blessed that you guys are in my life.
3: Oh, Tommy.
7: (laughs) Wow. Um, A lot of kind words from Tommy. He always has kind words. I never know what to say back to him, but thank you.
0: (laughs) Hey, you (laughs) did a break right? When you sports entertain each and every fan in all the cities that we go to, that's when you make your statement.
7: See, how can you not be successful with support like that? See, what do you think you've got to do what we do, Tommy, and you're going to come along with us?
0: Hey, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, Can you put me on hold or something so I can listen to the rest of the interview? I just wanted to call in and say how much every single wrestling promotion on the planet needs to know the names Ethan Case and Elijah have been <laughs> the worst a- case scenario.
3: Yeah. Got
1: you, Tommy. Thank you very much, sir. I'll put you on hold. Have a good one, guys. Tommy. Thank you.
3: Bye, Tommy. Thanks, Tommy. The
1: Tommy Tommy we're,
7: ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna
1: we're gonna follow right up. There's another call, and I th- this number looks strangely familiar as well. Hold on here. 864, you're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show.
2: Well, now that you've heard that side of it, I'm going to be the guy to say that Elijah
1: Evans <laughs> is
2: a prick behind the scenes. If nobody else is going is to say
9: what? it what? Is it what? a prick behind the scenes. Is a prick uh, behind the
7: scenes. <laughs> <thing. laughs> <laughs> I'm the nicest guy y'all have ever met.
2: <laughs> he is lying on your show.
7: <laughs> hey, at least I tag you in, right?
2: Yeah, you do tag me that's in. Gotta count
7: for,
1: that's got to count for something.
2: You hold him down for move of the night. I'll take it.
1: Exactly. Uh, Folks, if you're just now tuning in, the uh, the other voice that you're on the line is the other half of Worst Case Scenario, Mr. Ethan Case. <laughs> Ethan, how Woo-hoo! are you? I'm
2: fantastic. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing good, doing good. Just sitting there talking to uh, Elijah about worst case scenario and where you guys have been and where you're going to go. And what is it, what is it that you can tell us about Elijah that makes you two click? What is it? What is it about working with him? That's like not working with anyone else. He's my motivation.
2: 110% every day. He's my motivation, man. I got to keep up with him. He's uh, for for anybody that's seen us in the past, um, Elijah's a completely different wrestler now than he was six, uh, three months ago. Even like he's he's just a completely different wrestler. He did a he did a whole one eighty man, and he's just like I, I'll agree with Tommy on that. He is the most underrated guy around right now. And if you haven't seen us, please come check it out because Elijah is doing something special right now.
7: Wow. Oh man. man! I just learned from watching you, man.
2: Hey, that's what we're that's what we're good for, Bubba.
1: <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Elijah, this has almost turned into like an episode of This Is Your Life or a celebrity roast.
3: That's exactly I what right? I was
4: getting ready right to say. Hold hold on, i
1: give it It's not going to turn into a roast. Now, I, hold on. I think your kindergarten <laughs> teacher's on the other line. She has some things she wants to say, too. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. just kidding. I <laughs> Kid.
4: <laughs> for the first time, right?
1: Absolutely, I will be uh, I will be at PWX in November. I will be there for okay. the exactly.
3: we'll Wrestlecade. We'll be at those, K, those are wrestling games. Wrestlecade I'm,
1: I'm, too. I will be at Wrestlecade, Queens of Combat, and PWX all on that weekend. Amazing! So, well, we're on two It'll out of three. Good That's good. Absolutely, can't can't wait to meet He's you guys. Get in for a treat. And, yep, you absolutely. For
2: streamer parties, <laughs> 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 nothing wrong
1: with that. We gotta love a streamer party.
2: Now, I'm, I'm going to quit hijacking Elijah's show. Thank you guys for having me on for a minute, but uh, definitely want to hear the rest of this. So if you don't mind putting me on hold, too, I know me and Tommy are going to sit here and listen.
1: Absolutely, Ethan. Thank you very oh much Lord. for calling in.
3: Thank you, guys. Thanks, Ethan. All right. All
1: right. Back to the matter at hand, Elijah. Now, now you've been <laughs> roasted, toasted, all that other yeah. good stuff. You, you, yeah. uh, <laughs> everybody speaks highly of you.
7: Yeah, well, I mean... I definitely appreciate it. I mean, I don't. He
3: he is a great guy. He really is. He he came up to me and some friends after a PWX show. And I'm talking about you. You came up and uh, shook our hands and thanked us for coming and hoped that we enjoyed the show. And that meant a lot to me as a wrestling fan for you to come up and say that to us. And, you know, I just wanted to say Uh I appreciate it.
7: Well, I appreciate you guys. I mean, there's no way I can be a sports entertainer with no one to entertain. And uh, exactly.
4: you guys coming out to
7: the show, that's why we do what we do. You know? So i got to thank you for that to let me be able to do something i always wanted to do.
3: How awesome is that? Um, we were talking about the streamer party just a minute ago, and I'm assuming that's, that comes from Ring <laughs> of Honor. But, but if not, whose idea was it to do it at every PWX match?
7: Well, you know, the streamers started because we thought it would be kind of a, I mean, okay, first, what do streamers mean? The people throw as a sign of respect for the pe- person that's in the ring, right? Right. So me and Ethan, we figured, who do we respect more in this business than ourselves? <laughs> so <laughs> when we first started wrestling, I mean, we had a, reputation of being kind of a-holes, so we figured, hey, if they're not going to show us any respect, we'll show respect for one another, we started throwing streamers for each other, and it just kind (laughs) of turned into what it is today, (laughs) and people get caught on, and now we get probably more streamers than we deserve, but hey, everybody can join the party.
3: I love that answer. (laughs) That's like the best answer I've ever heard. (laughs) It's just like self-promotion. I'm not going to lie.
4: It is what it is.
3: It is what it is. You know, talking about uh, your debut at WrestleCade and and, uh, Bob's going to get to see you and you you face um, Biggie Smooth. And there's some people out there who've not seen you guys wrestle before. And how would you describe yourselves to the uninitiated?
7: We're entertainers. We do our best to go out there and give everybody a good show. That's what we plan on doing every show. That's what we're going to do at WrestleCade against uh, Biggie Smooth. So come on out to WrestleCade and watch us, both streamers, and watch Ethan in his short shorts and fanny pack and (laughs) Tommy with his (laughs) short fur coats and have a good time. <laughs>
3: that looks like something he stole from Aunt Esther on uh, Sanford and Son. <laughs> I
4: was going to ask
3: him, <laughs> you. You know, Tommy
7: got that coat in Paris at Fashion Week. He he got it, <laughs> you know, directly from Kanye West at the I door bet. to one of the shows, and it's a very special coat to him, and it's very nice. That's real chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, 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 Tommy. Um, <laughs> I also want to talk um, about your match coming up for PWX. It's a triple threat match with you mm-hmm. and the Bravados and mm-hmm. Country Jack. Country Jack's been a little bit of a thorn in your side as of late. Um, in PWX. Oh, Country or I yeah. like some
7: country whacked. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know they're the, they're interesting theme. You know they have a really angry little midget, which I mean, if I was short like that, Corey I'd be Holland? angry too. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, Clay Hollis. I think that's what he goes by in the ring. Um, and then I, and then I mean Pat. What can we say about Pat? I mean he's intense definitely the muscle
4: mm-hmm.
7: and the brains and the skill <laughs> of that team. Oh, and the height of Country Jack. So I mean, it's gonna be it's, they're they're for, well, they're a formidable team and we've had a couple battles with them and I'm sure it's not gonna end any time soon. The Bravados, I mean the Bravados are the Bravados. They're world traveled, they're awesome tag team. I remember sitting in the crowd at a Ring of Honor event, probably my first Ring of Honor event I ever went to. I was sitting right next to each other, and, and uh, they came out. We were in North Carolina, and they're from North Carolina. They came out in their Carolina blue argyle. They had long, long hair by th- at that time, and they just got back from mm-hmm. Japan for wrestling for Noah. Uh, that's the first time i would seen them live, and uh, they killed it. And now um, I've wrestled them a few times, and I am planning on wrestling them, a few more times in the future, and this match is going to be, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be it's going to be a grind, and I'm going to make sure that I have a good time out there and but still come out on top, of course. Well,
3: I'm behind you all the way. I know you can oh,
7: do I it. it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, you
3: know, Wrap up my section of the questions. Uh, I wanted. You're a fireman in your shoot job. So, what made you want to become a professional wrestler?
7: Uh, you know, uh, wrestling's probably been in my life. My dad was a big fan of wrestling, and I remember watching wrestling as a kid. I grew up watching it. I kind of had to disconnect in my. Early teen years But I found it again After a couple of years And It was just something That I've always loved And Really enjoyed And I kind of It kind of struck me That I, it was something I wanted to do A little later in life Than some folks um, I pretty much Had a family by then But uh, I just I was at a live event And I saw <laughs> old Batista Of all people Hit the his oh, music hit and he was walking. <laughs> he was walking down the ring, you know, to the ring, and I was like, "Man, these people are going nuts for this guy!" Like, it would be awesome to be on that side of the, that side of the barricade, just one time. And uh, from there on, I just kind of I researched it. and I found a school down here that ran on the WWE4, which a lot of great people have come out of, with some great people that are going to be at the next show have come out of including UHA Nation and AR Fox and Moose Mm -hmm. Um, so I found it and I I went and got trained up so I learned what I was supposed to do up there in the ring by the one and only big cat Mr. Curtis Hughes wow uh, Mm -hmm. yeah I was my trainer and from there on out I was just been grinding very cool
1: that, that's very cool.
3: That is yeah. that is incredibly cool that he was your trainer. Wow.
7: Yep. yep. And let me say also that none of it, none of it, I couldn't have done any of it if I didn't have the support of my wife. So whenever you guys see her or if you ever see her, if she ever makes it out to a show with me, be sure to take her because she's, the real reason that I'm able to do what I do, because if she would have said no, then there would have been no Elijah the Fourth. <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: I, understand. That's sweet. I
1: understand that completely. I understand that completely. Yep. Hold on a second, Elijah. We got an, another call here. Hold on. Seven zero four year. Seven zero four year. On with live from the Armory.
6: Hey guys, this is Craig Veltry, the voice of PWX, calling in. I'm enjoying the show so far. Thank you for having me on at the moment. I just want to take this opportunity first. Good to talk to you guys. Hi Laura, honey, how you doing? Uh, Anyway, hey Craig. um, I, I did want to take this opportunity, first of all, uh, Eli, to echo the sentiments of your uh, managing consultant, the Tommy Thomas. I did want to say that you are one of the most professional guys that I have had the opportunity to work with in this industry, whether you want to call it sports entertainment or pro wrestling. You, Ethan, uh, are, have all even if you uh, – no matter what side, side of, the, of the fans or the locker room you had been on, you always have been the most professional guy – one of the most professional guys that I've met – in this business, and I do want to say that I'm proud of you and your accomplishments, and you're going to do some big things. Uh, but my question to you is this: in regards to Country Jack, yeah, you did. You have some some disparaging remarks about Corey Hollis and Adam Page. The fact is, since you guys started feuding, uh, you guys have split the series. Going into next Sunday, again, uh, going into next Sunday, this is it from the uh, High Point Bo- Boys and Girls Club, October 16th. Do you guys feel that this is gonna be the that whatever happens between the two, you this is this really is gonna be it for you guys?
7: Uh you know, it's not just us though. We gotta we got another team to worry about but and a very, very good team at that. But you know, I mean that's kinda of up to them. You know, when we win this match coming up, we'll be two and one and uh I mean, it's up to Country Jack if they want to accept defeat or not, but if they want to keep coming at us, then we're always going to be willing to stand there and fight, go toe-to-toe with them. So I feel like we'll have nothing else left to prove after this. We'll be two-in-one against Country Jack. We'll be two-in-one against the Bravados. And, uh, I mean, what is what else is there to say? What else is there to prove?
6: Well, now that you have another team in there with with the, the Barbados, who are, are an incredible team, a team that gave uh, the Tommy Thomas one hell of a boot off of the, off of the uh, ringside apron uh, a couple months ago, uh, you you faced both of these teams. Describe what challenges you have coming at you from both sides.
7: Well, as far as the Barbados, I mean, they're seasoned. They've been around the world. They've been to Japan. They just got back from Europe. Um, they're they were Evolve champions. They were Dragon Gate USA no Dragon Gate USA champions. There's no Evolve Tag Team champions, but they're Dragon Gate USA champions. I mean, they, I mean, they're great. They've they're just about they've, done it all. They clicked. They uh, they've done. They just about done it all. Yeah, I mean, they're very very intelligent. They get it. And I uh, can't say that for a lot of tag teams, a lot of wrestlers in general, that they get it. And um, that's what we're going to have to deal with this. On top of their physical ability, is their mental ability. And uh, that's a challenge that many can look forward to. And then as far as Country Jack, I mean, two great singles competitors that kind of formed as a tag team in the last, what, eight months? However long they've been together, um, you know. Yeah, they're great individually. They both have their Ring of Honor runs. Uh, one a little more successful on the next level than the okay. other. I don't know if that gets in between them or not, but they seem to be getting along. And uh, we've had a couple battles against them. And I guess, I mean, they're physically they're going to they're going to bring it to you. I mean, I, I and
6: because they're... they're so, because they're so volatile uh, with each other. I mean, I look at I look at how intense both these guys are in the ring, and I don't know if you put fire next to next to gunpowder, something's going to explode. How long do you think these guys can last, uh, just just as their personalities are? I mean, just being around them in the locker room. I
7: don't know. Uh, Pap, he seems to be. The more level-headed of the two, I mean, Corey Hollis has kind of a short fuse. So, uh, so I mean, who knows how long it'll last? I mean, that's between them. But we're just going to do what we do, and that's entertain and be successful. Yeah.
6: Sorry to t- sorry to hijack your show, guys. Uh, it was wonderful coming in and uh, and talking to you guys, and I look forward to seeing you guys on October 16th.
1: Thank you, Craig.
3: Thanks, Craig.
1: There goes Craig. Well, you brought up an interesting point, Elijah. Is that, and so did Craig. If in the event that uh, these two dynamic personalities, for whatever reason, cannot get along during the course of the match, obviously that would be a uh, a huge advantage. Uh, for worst case scenario, to take you know exploit that and uh, perhaps turn the tide on them uh, through implosion, would it not? Exactly. I mean,
7: a lot of wrestling is about strategy. And a lot of tag team wrestling is about, you know, getting along. You know, we have to, you have to be able to get along with your partner. You guys have to have some kind of cohesion. So if you're in a match and you guys aren't cohesive, you guys aren't a unit, you guys aren't on the same page, then you're not going to win. You know, it's it, that is, it's just it. It has to all come together in a tag team match. You rely on your partner, your partner relies on you. And if they can't get that, if they don't have that, then there's no chance that they're going to come out of this match on top. Our, I mean, the Bravados are brothers. They They have that. It's natural for them. Me and Ethan, we're like brothers. We've been together for a long time. We're really good friends. He's one of my best friends. These guys, they they came together. They were formed over their spite of another person, and uh, they just happened to stick together and stick it out. And now they're getting shots at
1: tag goals, and that's all well and good, but how long can it really last, you know? At some point, the luster starts to wear off. Exactly.
4: Yeah. They're not even that jacked. Right.
1: (laughs) I hear you. Nope. Because of the comments that that other people have said, you know, about you being level-headed and having a good perspective on things, let me ask you with this. What what is right with wrestling today, and what's wrong with it?
7: What's right
1: with it? And, um...
7: What's right with wrestling? Um, as far as like the business itself, or, like the people in it, and, like is there like a person that's right for business? I mean, um, that's kind of a interesting. It's question. a broad, it's right a broad
1: stroke. D- just from your yeah. perspective, what's what, what's what's working right now in promotions? What what are promotions doing to put fans in the seats? What's what's working? They're listening to the fans. What do the fans want? People know what they want to see. And yeah, you
7: can't give them everything they want, otherwise they'll never come back because they know what's going to happen. Hey, we want this guy to be champion. Okay, you'll, we'll make him champion. He'll he'll get his shot, you know. So, but no, I mean they're just listening. The, the promoters are listening. Uh, take the WWE for instance. You know, they're really really big. Um, and it's more might be more of an indie show tonight, but they're really big and. Uh, in the last year or so, they've been, you know, taking into consideration what their people are saying more and more often. Uh, the Daniel Bryan push, you know, they like to see the the guys that have started from the bottom make their all the way up to the top. You know, not to quote any kind of song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, that that's really good in my. It, it makes the the guys that are working hard on my level or even lower or above. Feel like they got a shot It's always important to have a, a goal to work towards And then when the guys have a goal like that To work towards And they work harder they work, they work harder And they put on a better show And that benefits the people that are going to watch the show You know So um, I mean I think there's a good attitude in wrestling right now there's a, there's a lot of room for New faces To move up with people leaving the scene With big names that are constantly leaving the scene Getting their shot um, you know, so, so that's good. You're always getting a chance to see new faces, new, new talents, you know, so you're not, it's not the same thing over and over and over again, everywhere you go. Um, what's wrong with wrestling? Uh, you know, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think about it a lot. I don't, I don't dwell on, I don't really think about Negativity a lot or what I don't like or anything I just kind of like try to stay positive But I mean I'd say what Well I guess one thing that Might be wrong with wrestling especially on, In this indie scene Is that Too many people Maybe want to be wrestlers But not enough of them oh. Want to do what it takes to be a wrestler
4: mm-hmm.
7: So So you see the market saturated, especially here in Georgia. The indie scene is not what it should be anywhere else, even what it is in the Carolinas. There's so many small promotions trying to make it, but they got people that don't take care of themselves, don't train, and just want to put on their basketball shorts and their tank tops and get in the ring and do flips. And that's not what it's about. You know, there's a it's an art form you got to learn your art you got to learn your craft you got to understand it you know and that's what puts on a good show that way. that's what makes a promotion good that that's what makes a wrestler good and uh i think there's just too many people that that think it's easy and too many people that want to be wrestlers
1: and don't just understand that they're probably more of a fan that seems to be a reoccurring theme you're not the first and i'm certainly uh convinced that we want, you're not going to be the last person uh that we've heard share those exact same sentiments uh about the market being saturated with people that are either inadequately trained or not trained at all uh and you know even with some of the promotions that that bring in these guys so uh, that that's not a that's not a shock to me um one of the things that I wanted to ask you as well, and and I know that that uh, Tommy can appreciate this because he whips up the fans <laughs> like no other person can. I've I've seen some video clips on him. Oh you yeah. Know, what is your what what is your opinion of, of today's of today's wrestling fan? Who do you think the who do you think today's wrestling fan is? There's a lot of with.
7: So with social media and the internet, and everybody having so much access to so much inter- information, a lot of fans are smartening up to the wrestling business. So they know what it's about and they understand our side a little bit more. They probably not as much as they think they do, but enough to voice their opinions on it, especially at shows. So they. Right. I say the newer the the modern fan is a pseudo smart fan. I'll say they're not all smart smart enough to it, but it's like they read the cliff notes, you know. Right. So um, <laughs> I say that's that's who kind of we're trying to entertain. So it makes it more challenging on our part in the ring. So, uh, but I, uh, we, me and Ethan and Tommy, we we appreciate the challenge. You know, it makes us think. It's not, it doesn't come easy. You know. So I'd say that's who we're dealing with, as far as in the ring, or in the, in our fans in the crowd, people who know what's up. You know, there's so many right. shows and total divas and all these movies. You know, Wrestling for Jesus, who starring Ethan Case. Um, so, I mean, that kind of give insight into the background of the business. So it makes it kind of harder on us to. To put our product product out there, it makes it more challenging. I would say it's well, yeah, the I mean, it makes it more challenging, which I mean,
1: that's kind of what we're dealing with. Well, speaking of Jesus, I, I was wondering for for Christmas, do you and Ethan plan on getting the Tommy Thomas a full length fur coat? I uh, mean, he needs like a Joe Tom- Namath coat for real.
7: <laughs> I don't see Tommy. Tommy Thomas is a sweater. So a full length coat wouldn't do well for Tommy in the heat in the in the in the building that we do. He'd sweat right through it. He'd mess up the he'd mess up the fur. I think his waist length you know, East Indian giraffe fur coat is exactly what he needs. It keeps it cool. It would sweat, you know. It's breathable.
3: So we might if
7: anything we might just improve upon. Maybe get him different colors.
1: Maybe so. That sounds <laughs> good. That sounds good. <laughs> Elijah, uh what where are you going to be at so that if fans wanna see you come out and see you or Ethan or Tommy, any any combination therein of, where where can people see you at coming up? Well, um this Sunday or this Saturday we're gonna be oh. in
7: Monroe, Georgia at Kentucky Fried Wrestling. We're gonna be wrestling the newly formed tag team of the United Nations, which is UHA Nation and Moose. And then the next weekend will be, you know, in for PWX. And then I think we have a weekend off, unfortunately, so we're free. No. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? No. You know what? I have a lot going on. We're going to be <laughs> second in <on language, laughs> PWX. And then, and then we're going to be in Florida. That's where we're going. The 24th and the 25th, we're going to be in Florida for NWA Underground, and we're going to be going to the Ring of Honor show.
1: Very cool. That's our next awesome. three weeks. Yeah, very cool. Now, if if fans want to find you on on social media, how how can they do that, Elijah? Okay. Well, Facebook,
7: of course, Elijah Evans the Fourth. Twitter Elijah underscore Roman numeral four IV. You can follow me on Pinterest at Eli Evans. A lot of cool stuff on there. Um,
3: Oh wow, a Pinterest page.
7: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I will be getting my (laughs) and I will be getting my MySpace up and running um, (laughs) because (laughs) me and Ethan appreciate vintage, you know. So we'll be, I will be getting my, my space up, and I'll let you guys know that. shortly <laughs>
1: Very cool, very cool. Elijah, the the last thing that we ask of all of our guests, if you could record a, a bump for us, just a little promo that says this is Elijah Evans, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show, or a variation therein of. It'd be great. You can go whenever you're ready. All right.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Elijah Evans, the fourth and you're listening
1: to live from the armory. Very good, sir. Very good. Great. Elijah, we uh we certainly appreciate your time this evening and thank you very much for being with us tonight. Thank you all for having me. All right, sir.
3: Uh, I'll see you PWX.
1: Yes, ma'am. All right, <laughs> bye y'all. All right, thank you, sir. Bye now. And there goes Elijah. Very cool. Glad we got to talk to Elijah. Very, uh, very calm, even even demeanor. You know.
3: He he get is. The, um, get
1: this point across. Love it.
3: And I, I truly believe you're going to be in for such a treat at WrestleCade and at PWX the following day to actually Mm -hmm. see them. Because I don't think watching them on tape really does them justice. And I know people are going to be like, oh, you're just gushing over them. I really like them. And if I didn't really like them, I wouldn't talk about them. You know what I mean? It's just they're that good. And why they're not on Ring of Honor uh, is beyond me. But uh, they tear it up wherever they go. It doesn't matter. So... I'm really looking forward to seeing your reaction uh, to their matches.
1: Oh, well, I'll be uh, be there with rings and bells on because I'm that emotional over stuff. Uh, I certainly look forward to uh, certainly look forward to seeing them and meeting them, and uh, you know that's uh, one of the things that uh, Laura and I have talked about in the past. That one of the one of the criticisms of our show, if you will, is is that. Uh, folks seem to say that uh, we seemingly talk about a lot of our favorites too often, and I, I think that's not necessarily true. I think what it is is that Laura and I know what good wrestling is, and I'm not going to talk about something if I don't like it, and neither is Laura. Exactly. I am not speak for her, but her and I have had this conversation in the past. I'm not going to sit here and go out and tell you that you need to check out buffalo championship wrestling in northern idaho when i don't i could care less about it okay if we're talking about worst case scenario or if we're talking to jason kincaid and we're talking nwa and we're talking czw we're talking gwf you know it's because we actually like it you know i don't want i don't want people to get carried away and think oh they're just out there belly aching and blowing, carrying on 'cause they ain't you know, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I, 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 I. Not so fast. Not so fast. Right. So very cool. Uh I'm glad that uh I'm glad that we were able to have Jason Kincaid on and I'm glad that Elijah was able to come by and talk to us. Both very cool, laid back guys. I love it. Uh it, it's it's a treat to have somebody that, that's able to come on and, and, and convey to our listeners Uh, a little bit about what's going on with them uh, without uh, having to yell and scream to get their point across. Not saying that, you know, yelling and screaming doesn't work sometimes, but, you know, you know what I mean, Laura.
3: And it's, exactly, and it's funny how we don't mean to do this, uh, because when we book guests, sometimes we don't know, uh, you know, I've, Spoken to Elijah at after PWX show, so I know what his demeanor is. But I wasn't really sure about Jason because I didn't get to talk to him a whole lot. But it's funny how mm-hmm. we are booking people that are similar in a lot of aspects, and it's not meant to be done. A good um, uh, a good example of this is when we booked Joshua Cutshaw and Mary Elizabeth Monroe was on with him,
4: right? Uh, exactly on
3: before him. And she was talking about, you know, that I just want to be real. I just want to be who I am. And I mean, Joshua's, uh, <laughs> you know, his name is Joshua Real Cutshaw. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. funny how it all kind of just gelled together, and and it, and we had no idea that it would, you know. But um, it's just that's the way it goes sometimes, I suppose.
1: I guess so. I guess that's uh, that's how the magic happens, folks. That's how the magic happens. Uh, our guest next week will be Patton Jones. Laura, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about Patton Jones?
3: Patton Jones is a promoter for a promotion called Scars and Stripes Wrestling. Um, they uh, are out of North Carolina, and they do a lot of charity events. They, uh, I think they've done a breast cancer awareness show, and they've done, I think, a food drive show. So, uh, interested in what's going to be uh, talked about there, and, and talk about, you know, he's also a wrestler. So he, he is a wrestler who is a promoter, uh, and that's going to be interesting to hear his perspective of being both. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to talking to Pat.
1: Another guest that we're going to have on next week is uh, a friend of the show, True God Immortal. Some of you may know him, some of you may not know him. He's going to stop by and he's going to talk a little bit about his podcast and a little bit of some of the some of the things that he's got going on uh pretty excited about that because uh I always enjoy his perspective on wrestling uh, i i think it, uh i think he's got some cool stuff to say and um Matt classic will be stopping by to talk to us about the a i w f super show that's coming up here at the end of october, so pretty excited yeah. about uh pretty excited about having all three of those people stop by. Uh should be a should be a pretty entertaining show. Um again folks, we'd like to thank everybody for their continued support. Uh we'd like to thank all of our friends over at fnxnetwork.com for all the support that um that we've received from our overseas listeners. It's very humbling folks to get uh messages and tweets and uh Facebook posts from people in in, in Australia, uh, from Japan, uh, it, it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we like to we always like to thank our listeners uh, wherever you're at and however you may be listening to us. Some of the promotions you may be familiar with, some of the wrestlers you may be familiar with, some of them you may not know at all, and that's why we strive to always try to give you a website so that you can go. A lot of times we always get, uh, you know, I don't have any way of seeing that. The good news is that most of the promotions that we we mention or we talk about have a website that is available where you can actually see matches and you can see who we're talking about. Uh, And obviously you could always go to some other places uh, and get uh, high pay-per-views of some of these promotions. High Spots is a big one uh, in this area for running pay-per-views. WWN is another one. So we always try to give you that information. If there's a promotion in your area that uh, we aren't covering or a wrestler that you know of, leave us a message on Facebook or send us a message on Twitter, at FromTheArmory, and we'll take a look at the promotion or we'll take a look at the wrestler and and we'll see what we can get worked out. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't work out uh, due to geography, uh, time zone issues, uh, but we're constantly working for you, to try to bring on people that you want to hear. And with that being said, you know, we've got a lot of people coming up. We're coming up, I mentioned this on social media not that long ago, and Laura knows this because I know she's counting down to Christmas. We don't have uh, that many weeks left before the end of the year. So we're trying to get together uh, all the last shows for the end of the year, and we'll have a year-end wrap-up show. We'll have a lot of fun with that, not trying to give away too much stuff. And then Laura and I are going to take a break for like two weeks, and then we'll be back on sometime in mid-January. But that's one of the things that uh, I was going to mention, Laura. I, I saw this, and I know that you've seen this. There's a lot of shows that pop up, folks. There's a lot of sites that pop up, a lot of podcasts that pop up, and they're on the air for three, four, six weeks, eight weeks. This is our 40th episode, folks. We've been on for 40 weeks.
4: Woo-hoo!
1: and we're going to be on for 40 more. And we're going to be on for 40 more. Because that's right. long, Longevity is the name of the game in this business and we're not going anywhere. We've made a lot of friends in this business and we've made a lot of a lot a lot of uh, good friends in this business and we plan on continuing to do that with your support. So we ask you tell your friends about our show. Download the show. We thank you very much. For, for all your support so far. Laura, do you have anything that you want to add before we uh, call in the evening?
3: Um, just want to say, you know, thanks again to everybody uh, for listening, and thanks for, uh, just want to sh- give a shout-out to um, James Strong Sal Shaver, uh, lets me promote the show on Pro Wrestling Carolinas, appreciate that uh want to also say thank you to David Funk. He has a blog, a sports blog called All Funked Up and he has a link to our show on his blog. We really appreciate that David want to say thank you and also want to um give a little shout out to Jeff Melton. He is uh involved with uh UIW, it's a new promotion. We're going to talk about a little that a little bit next week. And the show that they've got coming up in November, got some great uh, wrestlers on it. Can't wait to see that. But we'll talk a little bit about that next week. And just thanks, everybody, again for um, tuning in. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And I was looking over the schedule, folks, there's a lot of shows, a lot of independent wrestling shows coming up between now and end of the year. There are some big shows coming up with a lot of big-name stars. Go out and support Indie Wrestling. Go out and support it, because you never know who's going to show up at a card that you may be at. Exactly. So think about that for a little while, folks. Again, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Jason Kincaid. Thank you, Elijah Evans, for stopping by tonight. We had a great time, folks. We're here every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, on Blog Talk Radio, you can find us on Twitter, at From the Armory. You already know all the iTunes stuff. You already know about everything else. Support our uh, partners, fnxnetwork.com. Support Strong Style Life Clothing. Hashtag Do You Listen. And remember, folks, I care about Caleb Conti. Folks, have right. a good night. We'll see you next week. Whoop, whoop.
7: Listening to
2: Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at From the Armory. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. If you like what you hear, Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.